Whether you're buying a new car or used one, it's a big investment, which is why you should choose Pennzoil Platinum. It helps extend the life of your engine and protect it up to 15 years or 500,000 miles, whichever comes first, guaranteed. That's because Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas and 99.5% free from engine clogging impurities. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Enrollment required. Keep your receipts. Other conditions apply. See Pennzoil.com warranty for full details. Find it at Firestone Complete Auto Care. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to gain recognition as a great resource for um, small business owners, business leaders, sales professionals, and aspiring entrepreneurs, and this is because of the guests. Uh, These are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business, and they join me to share their expertise with all of you. That way you can do better things in your business, uh, and that's you know, really why we're all here and what it's all about. Today, we have such a guest. Joining me today is Dolores Hirschman. Dolores is an internationally recognized strategist and coach. She helps clients clarify their idea worth sharing, design their communication strategies, and implement business growth systems. Her clients become speakers and authors and take their message to larger, larger audiences like TEDx and beyond. She works through group coaching, workshops, one-on-one coaching, as well as public speaking. Dolores is a writer, TEDx organizer, and participant in TED conferences. She is a CTI certified and ICF accredited coach and has a business degree from the Universidad de San Andres, Argentina. Thanks so much for joining me today, Dolores. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me, Dan. I am thrilled to have you, and I have to say that um, clarity is one of my favorite words, so I'm so excited that we're going to be talking about it today. Good, good, good. <laughs> um, and, and I want to start with, um, I feel like a lot of 
small business owners, salespeople, business leaders have um, this, this uh, what do I want to say, maybe it's a behavior of thinking small and sort of keeping themselves small. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my first question for you is around um, ideas on how the listener can um, overcome those voices. Mm-hmm. you know, in their head that are keeping mm-hmm. them small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Thank you. So, um, so we tend to, 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 to put our mind um, on the, on the fires, if you want. We, we, I mean, as business owners, we put up fires all day long, right? Yeah. And the more we put a fire, we stay in, in a, in a conversation of what's in front of us, not what is possible. And so the way I work, and, and, and thank you for in the bio, you introduced me as a strategist, but also on a, as an ICF coach. So I'm kind of different from other business coaches in that I come from the place of life and executive coaching. So I can, I can tap into the emotional experience of our clients. And from there, we can then go into the strategic or if you want tactical conversation of of realizing their goals through their business. And so when we talk about how do we think bigger or play bigger, it's really an inside job, is a consistent connection with your big idea. And that's why when I talk about clarity and I talk about uh, growing your business, I always start with what is that core idea? And, And I don't need a whole paragraph. I just need one sentence that when you remind yourself of that core idea, you stop looking at the fires you have on the table and you start thinking, okay, what can I do today to play bigger? Because the core idea is supposed to be bigger than your today, (laughs) because it's supposed to hold you through the journey of growing your business. Okay, so that sounds to me like... um it's helpful when people remind themselves of why they yep. went into business, right? Yep. Why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. Yep. What is this all about? Is it about um, dealing with a credit card that didn't go through? Is it about uh, responding to that customer that might not be happy? Is it about cash flow, or is it about the big statement? And when you when you reframe your day in like, okay. The, 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 the issue in the table is just something I have to deal with it because I'm honoring this big idea. Okay. So stuff happens. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that sounds to me like um, remembering the big idea helps us put stuff yeah. in perspective. Right, you know, sort of keep it where it needs to be so that it doesn't become the bigger voice and the more overwhelming belief system. Yeah, and if you think about it, Diane, it's no different than any other relationship we have in our lives. So the relationship we have with our business is no different than maybe if you're a parent, the relationship you have with your child or with your partner. You know, there was a moment of falling in love, let's say, with your partner. And when we go into a marriage or a long-standing relationship, well, not every day is a love story. <laughs> well, I mean, at least I'm going to speak for myself. I don't know. Maybe other people have a different experience. I love my husband. We have a great relationship. But 
sometimes it's not about the big idea of the dream we started together 20 something years ago. Sometimes it's about the trash getting out the door. Um, and so, and so it's, it's the same dance of, of dancing in the present moment of what we need to do, but staying connected consistently with the big purpose of the work you're doing. Okay. Okay. So, so talk to me about some actionable steps that people can take to turn that purpose into action, into a thing. Perfect. So the way I work with this is, is, is ask someone, like, what is your purpose? And some people say, well, I want to heal the world, or I want people to stop fighting, or I want to bring peace to the world. Well, that's a pretty big purpose, which is not very tangible. It's valid, but it's not tangible. It's not... You, it's a, it's re, it takes a, a, it's really hard to take action on it. Yeah. And so the first step is to translate that big, big purpose into how can I go about realizing this purpose? And so that's when I share my framework of the definition of the core idea, which is very simple. It's a statement that has, I'm a, I'm a read it and then we'll work through it, but yeah. it's, to action so that outcome. So let me ask you, um, Diane, some questions and maybe we'll come up with yours. And, okay. um, and, and I'm gonna go at it, I, I know a little bit about it, but I really don't know much about it. So let's just play. Okay. So let me ask you a question. What is the desired outcome of your work? Meaning people that you touch through your work, what solution do you solve? Oh, sorry, well, what problem do you solve? <laughs> what solution okay. do you throw? Sorry, I, I, I messed that up. <laughs> what problem do you solve? Sorry. <laughs> it's English as a second language. I'm from Argentina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Um, the, so that's interesting. When you first, the first part of that question was, you know, what, what outcome do, do I, or, you know, what is the purpose of what I do, or, you know, what is the outcome? It is... Um, that my client has a solution to whatever's getting in their way and they see how to create solutions from moving forward, you know, from them moving forward. So, so, so I've like people that have worked with you as a result of working with you, what happens in their lives? Their businesses are more successful. Uh, they are happier in their business. Mm -hmm. uh, they make, um, I will say, better decisions for their business. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're more, well, I was going to say productive. Okay, that's, that's good enough. Um, and so let me ask you this, what does that journey that they go with you look like? We, uh, have an initial conversation, a lengthier initial conversation where I ask a lot of questions to identify where they are and what the things are that they feel are getting in their way, uh, and all 
also it gives me an opportunity to um, identify what I think is really going on, where they're really stuck, you know, whatever this this thing is. And so I ask a lot of questions, and then based on the information that they give me, we develop a strategy very specific to them that they're just going to start implementing um, to get them past their obstacle. Okay. So based on what you just told me, which was about a minute and a half, I'm going to read you your core idea just to play. <laughs> it might not fit your, but let's just see what comes up. So basically the big idea behind your work is to identify and resolve what your business, what is getting in the way of your business owners, your clients, so that they can grow their business with a sense of flow. Yes. Wow, that was good. So you go to a networking event. This is how it works. I mean, for those listening, you know, this is how it works. You go to a networking event and someone says, what do you do? And so you answer with the outcome. You say, I help business owners grow their business with a sense of flow. Like you answer the outcome. And so the goal is yeah. that the, the person listening is like, whoa, tell me more. How, how, how do you do that? Well, we identify and we resolve what's getting in the way, what's keeping them stuck. And then as a consequence of that, my clients, which are business owners, end up growing their business in a more productive, more ease, more, with ease, and in a much more agreeable way. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, so basically, the, it's a simple framework to action so that outcome. But when we are able to fit the what we do in that framework, we can then break it apart and use each part of that sentence strategically as we go out into the world and talk about our work. And so, so, so the. What I tell my clients is once they have this statement, I say put it on a post-it note and have it all around your office. And so when you're in those moments where you're putting off fires or where you're feeling small or you're daunted by, by whatever's going on, go back to the post-it note, remind yourself, anchor yourself in the core idea of the work that you do and, and ask, so if this is what I do for my clients, how do I go about this issue that I have in front of me? You see how it can powerfully shift your perspective and your mindset and move you past the little thing that's going on because now you reposition your mind and like, there's a big thing I'm doing here. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's interesting for me because it, this um, may not sound I mean, like I know what I'm saying, but, but it sort of <laughs> detaches you from it so that you can see it as a big thing. It sort of takes mm -hmm. your, in a weird way, takes your vulnerability out of it, takes your yep. ego out of it, Cause, right? Because yep. you read it and go, wow, that really is something. I really am providing value. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it really – so here's the thing, Dan, and, and I think, you know um, – each one of the people listening, each one of you out there running a business, you have a gift that you've decided to bring to the market. And in the doing part of business, we forget 
how brilliant we are. And I think if, if, if people listening to this podcast take one thing out of this conversation and it's a permission to be that brilliant and the permission for you to remind yourself how brilliant you are because whatever you're doing out in the world, you are helping someone solve a problem. And for that, you just need to consistently honor that gift that you bring to the world and stand by it no matter what. I really like that a lot. I, I think that is a, a huge thing. And, and I can say, um, since we're using me as an example, there have been plenty of times where I've been sort of pleasantly surprised when, I've, when I'm working with a client and, and they have that breakthrough. And, and I think, wow, that is so awesome. Look at this breakthrough this person just had. And then I, I get to stop and think, I had something to do with that. Because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you know, we can't forget that this is, that there's value in what we do. Mm-hmm. We're doing it all the time. Yeah. And it's, here's the thing that I want to separate. It's not an ego self-importance thing to recognize how good you are. Uh, because here's the thing. If you are, don't give yourself permission to recognize how good you are, how would you ever recognize someone else's brilliance? It's kind of a fraud, like everybody can be brilliant except me. <laughs> and, and, and so in that, in, that, in, that, in that same sentence, your client, you can see your client as brilliant, but if you don't model the self-acceptance, you will never guide your client to see themselves as brilliant. Huh. And I'm using brilliant just as a one, one word to... Oh, sure. To, to, to englobe this, but, but basically it is from the conviction that you're here to make a difference in the world and that your work matters, but you convinced with that, that you can go through hell and high waters. Yeah, right. But when that conviction is not there and you are waiting for someone on the outside to tell you how brilliant you are, when you're in the quiet of your office, and I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast has felt this way, and I have for sure, but when you're in the quiet of your home office or your office, and you're not, it's not a day where you have clients and you're not really having that moment touch with your market, I bet you the world that those are the moments when the self-doubt creeps in and says, what am I doing really? Does my work actually matter? Why would I write the, this blog post? Is anybody actually listening? <laughs> does that resonate? <laughs> oh, it does. It does. And, and not only for me, but I know people who I've had that conversation with them. Where yeah. That is what they have said. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. Let, let, let me be very transparent and honest here, Diane. <laughs> We tend to serve the world with that that we need the most. (laughs) Um, And some people call me the queen of clarity. For being the queen of clarity, I can be the queen of confusion for myself. (laughs) Um, That I totally get. (laughs) And so so what I've built at Masters in Clarity, the company I'm running, are frameworks and ways to re-anchor myself and my clients back to clarity, back to core ideas, back to 
like fr uh, through frameworks that really kind of help us work through confusion. And the truth is, is that I built all these tools originally for me. Um, yeah. I built all these tools when I was growing my coaching business, when I was 100% a life or executive coach, I built these tools to grow my business uh, because as a life and executive coach and anybody out there who's a coach, there's, a, there's kind of a dance between uh, facilitating those aha moments and believing that we're actually adding any value. Especially if it's kind of a little bit intangible, a little bit like every client has their own experience. You can't really replicate it, or so you say. Um, so, so in the in the moments where, for whatever reason, you are thrown off your high vibration or high energy or high confidence, um, the spiral down to self doubt is pretty fast. Yeah. And so the, the clarity frameworks that I built back then for myself and that, of course, I use with my clients now are, are literally are, are tools to catch you in the downfall and say, wait, wait, I have this tool. So if you have your post-it, that post is going to catch you as you're going down that rabbit hole. Or I have a, an assessment. It's called the clarity assessment that helps my clients clarify where they're in their business and when they need to focus. So the clarity assessment is another tool that will catch you in the downfall. It's all about having enough clarity to stay in high vibration to consistently take action. Yeah, that, that really makes sense to me. And Dolores, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break because then I want to get into the idea method, which yes. I understand is one of you know your methods for, um, yes. it's one of the frameworks for clarity. So hang on uh, for just a minute. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is the leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are Everyone Deserves a Great Manager by Scott Miller and The Ultimate Sale by Justin Goodbread. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we're speaking with Dolores Hirschman about the idea method, a framework for clarity in business growth. Okay, Dolores, what yes. is the idea method? Huh. So the idea method is really a, um, more than a framework of clarity, is the mothership uh, of clarity frameworks in my business. And then a lot of little frameworks come inside of it. So the idea method is um, a, a framework that I've created to consistently move forward in my business and, and find myself, anchor myself when I'm in full confusion. This is how it works. If you're listening to the podcast and you're a business entrepreneur, you sit on a Monday morning and you sit at your desk and short of the appointments that you have on your calendar with clients or whatever, you're like, what is the best way to use my time at my desk? 
um, because you, you and I know, Diane, that we can go into Facebook to post a little post and then be lost in there for 50, 50 hours. <laughs> and we have accomplished anything, nothing that day. So the idea method, what I've done is I have created um, a framework that breaks down the layers. I call it the clarity layers in business. And I'll walk you through them in just a second. And these clarity layers in business, basically, when you look at them, will create or will, 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 get, will, will allow you to take action consistently in the things that you need to do to grow your business. So the idea method has nine clarity layers, and I will share them with you right now. Uh, layer number one is, what is your core idea? The one sentence that you and I just played with a few minutes ago. The second clarity layer is, what is your proprietary system? What is the recipe, the unique way that you go about your work, right? Because there's many business coaches out there. I work with the idea method. It's my proprietary system. I created it. The layer number three is, what is your business model? Yes, I could go and sell something and that way I, I'm in business. But how can you intentionally design the way you go about making money so that it's not just how it happens, but by your intentional design and in alignment with the life you want to have? How many uh, business uh, owners, Diane, do you know that went out and started a business and became successful, but all of a sudden they don't have a life? They have money, oh, yeah. but they don't have a life. Right. And so those people that don't have money but have a life might be thinking, oh, that's a good problem to have. Trust me, if it's a problem, you don't want it. <laughs> um, <laughs> even if it's the opposite of what you have right now. So, so, so layer number three is about creating an intentional business model. How do you want to make money so that it, it, it supports and, and aligns with the life you want? Layer number four is, okay, now that we know how we're going to make money, how that, that will lead to the question, how do we package our products or services to match this business model? Now, layer number five, I call it the trust funnel. It is my terminology, and there's a whole framework in it, but the trust funnel is, is, is about sales funnels. And it's about how do you consistently connect, nurture, and close your market based on trust, uh, on, on relationships built on trust. It's not about pushing your information into someone else's, down someone else's throat, and then pushing them to buy your product out of fear. Absolutely not. Right. It's actually right. at how do you plant the seeds of relationship through content that builds trust so that the client actually comes to you and says, I'm ready to work with you, okay? Yeah. Layer number Six is, who do you want to be a hero to? Who is your market? And please don't answer, I can work with everybody because I know that you can. <laughs> but my question is, who do you want to take a stand for? Of all the people you could help, of all the people you could save, who do you want to take a stand for? Um, layer number seven is your mindset. If you are a solopreneur, is like, what is a conversation in your head? Are you a victim of your reality or are you um, honoring and leading your life? Are things happening to you or for you? That's if you're a solopreneur. If you're a company with a lot 
a lot of employees or a lot of people involved, it is the same conversation, but on a organizational level. What is the mindset of the organization? It's usually called culture. Um, Cloudy layer number eight is your vision. Now, your vision is how you guide your actions towards the goals that you've set up. But it's not your marketing strategy. I always um, get people who say, well, we're going to be the number one orthodontist in the region. And I, as a customer, why do I care? I actually don't care. If you say we're going to be the most innovative or innovative orthodontics practice in the region, I care about that. But to be number one or reach a million dollars or whatever, it's not about me. It's an important thing to have, but it's not your in your marketing communications. And then the last layer, but by no means is least important, is your action plan. And by the way, the four layers that I um, mentioned um, at the end, if you look at the graphics and you can find this online in my website, um, they are actually, it's, it's tricky to explain it without a visual because they are not in order, meaning it's not that you do this, then you do that. They are at play at every moment of your, of your business. So the five core clarity layers, the idea, the proprietor, those are kind of a domino. You need to unlock one to unlock the rest. But the four, the clarity, the, the mindset, the market, the vision, and the action plan are actually at play with each one of the, the, the first five that I mentioned. And so the action plan, the way I talk about this is that obviously in business, we need to be taking consistent action. But one of the things I share with my clients is that what are the company habits that will keep you growing and moving forward smoothly? Let me give you a metaphor or a, 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 um, an analogy. Every morning, I hope you do this, I do this, and I hope the people that are listening do this as well, is every morning I brush my teeth. Um, yeah. and, and, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and I, I forgot I brush my teeth. Like, I brush my teeth. I will notice if I don't brush them, but I probably won't really notice if I do because it's just, you know, what, what I do. And so there's things in business that are like brushing your teeth that you don't question, that you just do. And if you don't do it, you will feel uncomfortable. Example, in my case, like I'll give you an example from us in Italy, we, we have been sending a newsletter every Friday for the last six years consistently. And if I don't do it, it feels weird. And it's happened, of course. Sometimes we don't brush our teeth. Sometimes I forget my newsletters or I don't make time for them. But when I don't do it, it feels weird, like something's missing. I'm sure my clients or my followers don't notice it, but I do. Um, and, and the reason why it's a habit is that I don't see results every Friday. It's not like every Friday that I send a newsletter, I will get sales. Absolutely not. But the compound of that newsletter over time is basically in conversation with the people in my list. It's, it's planting the seed of trust and, and relationship through the simple act of consistency. If they can trust that I can be in their inbox every Friday, they probably can also trust that if they hire me, I will show up for my meetings. <laughs> 
point. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no, here's the thing. People buy the programs that say uh, 10 email templates that will get you sales or the headline that will get you to open your newsletter. Those are all great. But the number one thing that will get you success in your marketing is a simple ask consistency. It's, 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 it, when you date, when you're in building a relationship with someone, for anybody there out there that is dating or has landed a husband or a wife or a partner or is looking, in the dating game, there is a moment of attraction when you meet that person and then there's a nurturing of a relationship until maybe something else comes, a more, uh, a more agreed, shared experience comes to, to happen, right? Whatever that looks like. And imagine if you meet that person, you like that person, you go out for dinner, and then he or she disappear for six months because they were hiking in the Himalayas, but they didn't tell you. And so then they come back and they say, hey, we had such a great dinner six months ago. Let's just go for another dinner. Will you go? <laughs> Wait, are you having this conversation? <laughs> what? I'm not even having the conversation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so think about it. I sent an email because I was inspired this week, so I'll send you an email. And then I'll send you an email in seven months because I was inspired again. Yeah. I'm not going to have a conversation with you because you're not really serious about this. Yeah. Hmm. Food for thought. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I, I, it makes so much sense. And I love the analogy, by the way, because I think that's really easy for people to land on. So, um, what would you say are skills that are necessary for someone to be successful as an entrepreneur or a business owner? <clears throat> well, so skills, um, discipline, um, uh, huh, the capacity to ask for help. Yeah. And which is, I don't know if I call it a skill, a, a thing, whatever you want to call that. That, um, and this, the, the, and again, I don't know if it's a skill. I mean, I think any skill for a business can be developed. Um, but what you can go and learn, I mean, you could learn, but I mean, you have to be aware of this and practice more than learn is, is um, conviction, persistence, um, discipline, and an idea that is bigger than all the inconvenience that you're going to experience to see that idea through. Yeah. If you want to to make money, ah, that's not going to stick. No, I'm so with you on that. Not in the long run. Yes, exactly. So let's talk some about conviction because, um, uh, the layer number six was, you know, who do you want to be a hero to? Yeah. And that feels like, and I love that, by the way. I'm totally with you that it isn't everybody, that, that there are not only certain target markets that you should be focusing on, but also uh, clients who 
resonate with you who you you know you have you share values there there's there's a you know a real connection there it's not just anybody who has yep. the money to spend <clears throat> so i'm curious if you would talk some about why you think it's important to talk about um what you stand for rather than what you do great so if you do your job well and the trust funnel, which is the way you attract, nurture, and eventually convert someone that knows about you into someone that becomes your client. If you do that process well, you will very unlikely get someone that doesn't share your values into a conversation or a, a consultation, if you want, like the, the last step of converting them into your clients. Because if you were very clear on what you stand for, who you stand for, who do you want to be a hero to, your conversation, and when I mean conversation, it could be a post on social media, it could be a video, it could be this podcast that you and I are recording. Um, it could be any way that you are out in the world. If you are clear on what you stand for and who you stand for, Anybody that doesn't fit that criteria is going to self-select out. Nice. Meaning, if I say, look, I think you can make a lot of money in business, but if the only reason that you're in business is to make money, literally, Diane, I'm saying to anybody listening to your podcast right now, if you are in business just to make millions of dollars and nothing else, I mean, Trust me, I want to make money, and it is one of my drivers, but it's not the only driver. So if you are, if you have one driver and one driver only, which is to make money, I'm probably not the strategist for you. Right. That's simple. And that means that person doesn't waste time with me, nor do I. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Thank and there's you. nothing wrong with anything. It's so just clear. we are agreeing like it's almost like saying i like this type of person as my partner yeah <laughs> and that means you're not going to date the other type of person whether it's gender right. whether it's race whether it's nationality whether it's language like like i can say i speak english and spanish so if you speak swahili it's chances are we're not going to have a great dating relationship <laughs> <laughs> nothing wrong with it i might learn it but <laughs> right exactly right <laughs> Just not a fit. That's right. Not a fit. At least not right away. Yeah. <laughs> that is so great. Oh, my gosh. That is just so great. I, I really, I so appreciate this conversation um, for so many reasons, not the least of which is that you gave me my core idea, uh, which, which I'm tremendously grateful for. Um, uh, but but I, I just love every aspect of this. I feel like... Uh, you're confirming and, and reaffirming a lot of the things that I believe, and I think most of the people who listen to this podcast believe, and that, that's why they come back, right, because they hear this sort of messaging, and they need to continue to hear the messaging because sometimes we can feel like maybe we're focusing on the wrong things, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and maybe sometimes we are. Mm -hmm. So being able to have this, confirmation of you know th this is how you're going to get ahead this is how you're really going to be successful for the long term mm -hmm. as you said, is really 
so key. So key. And I want to say, if you listen to the podcast and you just realize that you're focusing on the wrong thing or you're communicating your message in the wrong way, then celebrate. Don't don't give yourself a hard time. On the contrary, when we find out what is not working, it's as good as clarity as when we find what it is. So, so if you just realize that everything you've been doing is awful, one part of what you do is awful, then write it down and say, great, now I'm going to stop doing it that way. I'm going to find another way. And it might not be the exact perfect way, but at least you have more direction than you had 20 minutes ago. Yeah, right, right. That That's a great point, right? Because it really is all about improvement. It's not yep. about beating yourself up, right? It's not about failure. It's about yep. learning and adjusting. Yeah, I, it is, I mean, it's about how fast can you fail consistently because every yeah. time you fail, you just had a win. And so yeah. I fail every day, little failures, little things that I could have done better, but I, I will not real I will not understand how how can it, I can improve it if I don't do something in the first place. Yes, exactly. You it's can't really get better of something you've never done. Do it ah. and make it better. Awesome. That's great. That's mm-hmm. right. Because a lot of people sit on the sideline. Yeah, and, until and I, I figure out the best way to do it. Like, well, that's yeah. going to be... Because you don't know what you don't know. That's exactly. I just said that the other day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Embrace yeah. that you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. Exactly. That's so great. My gosh, Dolores, I really appreciate this conversation. <laughs> so will you tell the listeners, you know, how they can find you if you've got stuff going on they should know about? Absolutely. So the best way to find me is go to Masters in clarity.com that's my website you will see a button right in front that says clarity assessment if you are in confusion mode take the clarity assessment and if you want to have a clarity call meaning hop on a call with my team and talk about how can we help you gain clarity there's a bright orange button that says start here Uh, just click there and you can get on our calendar it's a live call 30 minutes dedicated to you and trust me, you're going to walk away with clarity. Nice. That's really great. I highly recommend it. <laughs> highly recommend it. You can tell just from this conversation that clarity is what you're going to walk away with. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Terrific. Well, and thank you again. And listeners, thank you. You're what, why we're here. You, you know, you tuning in and listening in is the reason why we do what we do. <laughs> I would also like to thank our sponsor, Audible.com. To get your free trial of Audible.com as well as a free audio book, just go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to sign up. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? 
I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.